Hello everybody, welcome to memovingtocanada.com, MM2C. This is me, Ben. I was born in Philippines, I'm a Filipino, and I worked in Singapore for five years, leaving my family behind in Philippines, and then we decided to immigrate to Canada and became a Canadian citizen. This is my podcast. Hello everybody, welcome again to the Sunday episode of me moving to Canada.com and online presence building. This is week 16. Our guest for today is my wife. We're going to talk about pregnancy until to the delivery to the hospital of the baby. And this is part two. So now we're going to talk about the cord, blood and tissue collection. So we got it from. Uh, uh, we had the brochure from the OB. We oh from the Humber River, pala. From the Humber River, yeah. We had that. Excuse me. Okay, duty calls. Daddy calls. Is on the I'm on the milking department and Daddy is on the burping department and changing yeah. department. <laughs> so it's time for diaper change. So I'll be talking to you for a while. Okay. So with regards to cord blood, uh, cord bank or blood bank, um, we we use the incep- inception life bank. Okay, because uh, we find it. I, we know we, we, we've been hearing that uh, uh, saving the cord blood, uh, cord, what do you call that? I keep on uh, tongue twisting. Cord blood bank. Cord blood and cord tissue. Cord blood and cord tissue bank is still in the Philippines. But during my eldest, it's very minimal because it's very expensive. And only the... Uh, very high-end people could afford that uh, kind of bank, blood bank uh, in the Philippines. But when we went here, we noticed uh, um, I, it's still expensive. But in a way, uh, in our case, since we're getting older and there are lots of diseases here that's been spreading, uh, that's why we decided why not have that cord blood bank and uh, tissue blood bank also for our third okay since we're getting old and this is for those um that could cure um leukemia uh bone cancer and any any cancer that diba um some and some some cancer but what we we there there might be some they're still under the process of discovering other means to cure that guy uh other diseases so at least it's for us it's an an, an advantage of having because this would be our last baby because we didn't have that for our last uh, for our first two okay um we checked the life uh life inception bank we checked that life inception bank and they have their pricing there that's been um from we have to pay around one almost two thousand but they gave us um discount okay same thing if you're gonna refer uh, a friend um you also get the discount from from us let's say uh, if we refer you we they're gonna give you also a discount okay and it's good for one year the the first book in a way the first pay is a big uh, around almost two thousand two thousand dollars canadian dollars but that's good for one year then after that you're gonna pay at around less than a hundred i think more uh, 270 for a year that yeah it would be 270 per year as long as you want that uh, uh, your blood or your cord or your tissue bank with them okay in my case in our case we plan to have that um, 
cord and tissue blood bank. But it just so happened, I gave birth to Shrile at around one and a half hours from labor to delivery. And by the time they had that cord blank, it's not enough. The, the cord, the, the blood that they got from the cord is not enough to be placed on the pouch. Uh, because we saw it, it's the the blood just went only through the tube, and the doctor said, and even the nurse said, it, that is not enough to be uh, to store, uh, yeah, to to be collected. So they just threw away that the the sample, okay? Because they said the mo the so <laughs> the purpose of uh, me contracting and pushing the baby out. That's when that the blood would also be uh, put the pressure on the cord. It just so happened I push push him very fast. That's why it's that, about thirty yeah. minutes of labor, right? Uh, one and a half minutes. One and a half. Uh, minutes. One, one, one and, and, and a half, half hours. Hour. <laughs> yeah, from the moment I feel that pain. Oh, with regards to that, uh, let me um, tell you that part of story. It's a very memorable one too. So, when by 12 o'clock thursday so it's already um friday the next day that midnight uh within those weeks i'm already taking a bath at uh at the la later hours of the night because i know i had that feeling that if ever this uh painful feeling uh feeling the contraction would start at least i have taken my bath Okay. because in our old folks they said that you, once you gave birth you cannot take a bath for at least a month a month two yeah, weeks yeah ma a month before or during uh I, because i know my mom said he did, she didn't take a bath for one month when she gave birth at me because that's what the all old folks would say because you might get a fever uh, uh feverish uh muscle pains and the likes okay so um when that uh, thursday night came it's uh, i took a bath that twelve around 12 o'clock then it just so happened i also talked to my friends my kh family and we talk at around 30 more minutes that time so i sleep at around one o'clock and preparing also because there are some um things that i haven't prepared yet for us to go to the hospital if in case baby comes Okay, so I sleep at around 1 a.m. and I woke up at around 1.50. I feel that urge that I think I peed my uh, my pants. But when I checked on the uh, washroom, I saw a small tiny drop. The, the, the toilet bowl is not clear in a way. There's a, a bit pinkish. And when I go back to the bed, I feel that it's a quite bit painful it's like cramping already but it's not that um, the pain then at around another two minutes um, it's it's like is it is this is is this is it already then I had another pain as well so I called him already dad I think it's time I'm, I'm having that pain already and after actually mm -hmm. before on my first uh baby i had that uh consecutive cramping mm -hmm. for 30 minutes mm -hmm. my second baby it's around mm -hmm. seven Can minutes be. but for uh ryle i think it's around 10 minutes that ba? cramping yeah 10 yeah, minutes interval 10 minutes interval okay so when i had that feeling it's starting to get uh pain uh painful every interval so a good thing i have uh, to, it took a bath already so i dress up he dressed up we woke up the kids also to help us uh, fix the things and all and when you had that pain it's hard to move because all your concentration or your all your um body is also sensing okay it's cramping so it's hard to move but once after that seven minutes pass it's just like normal that you don't feel anything so i could only help as well after i had that uh 
after the cramping uh, ends okay then when another but it lasts another seven minutes so it's a very short distance to move around as well so by that time they they go uh, they put the other staff uh, at the car then we just met at the lobby with hubby and we also uh, tell the kids uh, don't do this and don't the do's and don'ts inside the house and they have to eat on their own since my um, eldest is already 15 years old and my youngest is uh, my second is eight so they could at least they could stay at, at home that's that's how they they want the children here in Canada to be independent at the age of 12 they could be home alone okay mm -hmm. but they they would say because I, I talked to the nurse as, as well but C to 8 at that age of 12 they are also matured enough because not all kids at the age of 12 are mature enough to be left at home there are some that would take around uh, 13 14 15 or even 16 years old to be matured enough to be left at home especially if there's another kid with them okay um see to it that your child is also knows how to microwave without the aluminum foil without any fork inside the uh, the the bowl that they're using to put in the microwave be sure they could le at least um, cook some eggs or sausages mm -hmm. or hot dog just just for them to fill in their stomach while you don't have uh, prepared food for them because of this kind of emergencies those things okay and be sure you have a lot of bread or anything that could um, easily uh, let's say ready to eat food for them okay, okay so we have that then when we go um, to the doctor or to the Humber uh, to the hospital a good thing it's really 15 minute drive and it's around three almost three three o'clock then yes. oh no two thirty around two thirty around around two thirty we're already on the road good thing the kill side is i think we only encountered two or three vehicles it's no traffic it's a good thing but the, but still the pain is there and i keep on telling baby don't come out yet don't give mommy too much pain because it would be hard for me to walk from that uh from parking because mm -hmm. because they said uh, since it's a pandemic we cannot go to the emergency room we yes. have to go straight to the fourth floor to the mother and birthing unit okay yeah so, and they closed um three doors yes. entrance doors that's west east and emergency so we are not allowed to go to the emergency and the east is closed the west is closed and we have to go at the cent central gate yeah and, and we have to walk about it's parking. 200 meters yeah from parking to so the central difficult. gate it's a bit it, it's a bit longer work especially if you're cramping okay and they don't have the wheelchair on the parking on the parking side so we really have to walk so every time i feel that pain i we really have to slow down then once the pain is uh subsided then we we walk a bit faster just to reach that uh center center entrance okay and it's it's also a good thing that the weather is not that cold so even if i just put on my jacket and i didn't zip it up it's quite um warm for me Okay, so when we went there, there are um, security guards on the door, around four of them. And they asked where we're going. And I said, I'm having a contraction already. And they let us pass. But they said, you have to sanitize your hands first. So we do sanitize. After we sanitize, good thing there's a wheelchair um, near the entrance. So I sat on the wheelchair. It's just a bit hard on hubby's part because he has all the luggage the baby's uh bag my bag and also his sling bag mm -hmm. and the duffel bag so yeah. it's a lot yeah. on him then he's, he has to push me uh on my wheelchair okay so we went there i keep on telling him uh, could you do a bit faster because it's really hurting but i know it's hard for him too so when we went to the registration good thing uh, it's not a good thing 
good and bad thing because when we went to the registration there's no people around just i think they ordered some tim hortons and the tim hortons guy is um calling for them so, and on the other side uh hubby uh, used the phone to call them good thing there's a person already inside so we call for her and we ask for help that i'm already in pain but i i know that for them my pain they they uh let's say they won't understand my pain because they're not the one in pain okay so for them it might be just a false mm. alarm pain and it's not that uh painful but for me i'm uh i have strong tolerance of pain and i don't show it much so maybe it's just they just type a bit um relaxed in a way and when they mm -hmm. had my reg uh, registration they put some bands on me and also on you dad right? yeah yeah both of us have the bandage so there's the information of the mother uh, yes. my birthday and your birthday yeah and then there's a serial number that once the baby comes out it is it will be uh, the same same serial. for uh, the three of us yes and yeah and then and there's another the later yeah oh, okay then uh, so I, once i registered they put me in another room for me to check uh, maybe because uh, okay. they would check how how much longer uh, for the baby to come so the the nurse there is also in a relaxed way he's not that rushing although i want her to tell that please do rush it, it's a bit painful already and i might get birth in this area because it's not yet the area that i described a while ago it's just a room wherein you also have your computer and there's a single bed wherein you lie down okay so by by the time she's asking me um uh, details on when did I had that um, contraction how how's the interval and the likes but while she's asking me for that I'm already feeling that uh, gush of fluid flowing out from me so it's like my water bro is breaking every now and then okay I had that experience before on my second uh, baby but it's different in a way because the my water broke with my second one is really it's like you're peeing a lot it's like you're flushing i think it's one uh, one liter or more water was was what uh came out on my for on my second baby but for him it's a bit of, of gust of fluid coming out every now and then okay so and the pain is really hurting it's it's like cramping it's like you wanna poop but you have gas inside that's that's how it feels okay and he, she keeps on asking about certain questions and the last thing that she do he, he used the gloves and check um how many centimeters yet and by the time she did she said oh you go you're gonna go to the delivery and that's around 20 minutes i think yes 20 minutes. it's around 20 minutes then when we so i'm already on the bed so they rush me uh since it has will so they rush me to that certain room and before we go to that room the we the, the other nurse said oh is she here so no she has to do the uh she's she's going to give birth already so we rush directly to the to the delivery room the one with the lights and the, they transfer me to another bed the one with inclined okay they mm -hmm. inclined me it's like a 45 degree inclined mm -hmm. right and my heart uh he's with me uh supporting me okay because i told him you have to be with me because it's 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 also here your your husband could be with you to uh to support you not, um in the philippines i think they don't allow it the hospital yeah. that we have we are in in the philippines that will, but in the philippines there are some i think there are hospitals now yeah i think there's some allowed already a husband to be there yeah. in the delivery room but in the philippines that we have with our kids they don't allow me to be inside the delivery room so that's a yeah it's a good thing that he he's there to to support me 
Okay. Then once I we had the delivery Ooh. room, they they also asked me about epidural. I forgot the meaning of epidural, and that's why they I said, oh, I don't know. I I I can't remember. That's what I just said. But after I'm already feeling, uh, it it's like it's cutting your cutting you down there, and they were uh and I said, is there any pain for for this? Cause it it really hurts. It's things like that. Then uh, I said, I'm about to poop. Then my ha I think uh, that's three, the third construction, uh, con contraction. Uh, contraction that I had. That's the time I feel his head. There's a gust. Yeah, and he just, saw it. I he think, saw the whole thing. Yeah, just a few seconds. So the first is the head. And after five seconds, one, two, three, four, five, and then the whole body came out. With all the and water all the well. water yeah yeah it's so fast it's, it's that even fast. the doctor haven't had yeah the he gloves doesn't yet. have the gloves yet because the the once we went to the delivery room there are three nurses already and the doctor's not yet there because they, they would not, they wouldn't know that i'm a fast deliverer that that i could deliver it fast because they it's not normal in a way that because the nurse would say, oh, that was fast. Because, oh, the baby's coming. Because that's good thing that she's there near us. Because the two other nurses are quite far on my on my feet, my end of my feet. So because they're, they're still preparing. Yeah, there are four nurses, uh, five nurses, and one doctor. Yeah. It's almost done. Yeah, almost done. Yeah. yeah, and they're still preparing the kit as well. That's why when, the, uh, when Ryle came... So they would say they're all uh, a bit all cramped in that area because he came already. And I think after that they put me uh they put the baby on my tummy first. Skin to skin. Skin to skin. That's what we they do here. It's better to have that skin to skin to have a connection between you and your baby. So although there's they gave us some um it's like a checklist Ooh. from the Humber River. There are some options there that you could do skin to skin or you could have the baby washed first before being placed to you or the your partner would do the skin to skin on my end oh i i don't it doesn't matter if he's full of blood as long as i want him to be with me skin to skin because it's like uh what the nurse said during the tour that um the baby is all they it's all um what do you call this all cramped in your tummy then once he uh goes out from you it's all a new world for him so hearing your voice and knowing that you're there would really comfort him okay so that's the purpose also of the skin okay. to skin excuse me mate. Yeah. Uh, so we have a comment here from from Johan, uh -huh. hi Ben, oh. um, congrats on your newborn, thank you, thank you. Johan, and it's a boy. Yeah, it's a boy. <laughs> Hello, yeah, everybody, I'm sleeping now, I'm yeah. good. <laughs> it's the baby, eat, sleep, poop, repeat. <laughs> okay, so after that, that's the time. So once uh, the baby's with me, the, the doctor said uh, said to hubby if you want to cut the cord, okay. And he's the one who did cut the cord. Oh, yeah. And I don't. It's easy. It's like cutting. Oh? <laughs> cutting paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's very smooth. And the 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 scissor must of be. Of course, the scissor sharp. is so yeah. sharp. And after that. They we give the cord to the nurse, right? And yeah, the cord blood it. collection will be done by the nurse. They know it already. Yeah. So when you go to the hospital, you have to bring the, the kit. kit. That's the and second important inform thing. them. They know how it looks like. Um, just let her know. Uh, let them know that you have it, and just give it to them. And they gotta prepare it. They gotta cut the cord. Uh, once the uh, before the cutting the cord, they will get the blood. From the cord and the tissue and they will be the one to pack pack mm -hmm. the whole it's, thing yeah it's just so happened on our case 
the the cord blood uh, is not enough to have that cord blood bank. Okay. Yeah. So they only have... got the tissue uh, sample, tissue blood, and they also got blood from me. I think six tubes. They got six tubes of uh, I don't know, different uh, tubes for my blood, which is also included on the package. Okay. Since uh, with regards to that, since we uh, had the cord and the tissue blood bank and the cord was not uh, did not push through so they're gonna in in uh, reimburse the the money that we paid for the cord blood bank okay then after that what happened hi titulong titulong is watching hi titulong od hello how are you so after that what happened we we went to directly to the registry. So we no? called we called the blood collection, oh, yeah. uh, called I, blood and tissue collection. Called we I called them that it's ready because you have to call them within two hours of delivery, and then they said okay we're gonna schedule that it's within twenty four hours they will be in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Someone from the courier, carrier, yeah. courier, courier, courier. courier. Um, they they gonna come and pick up the kit, and yeah, then after, after that, that, when the baby came out, they tested the baby, but th there's a problem. Yeah, they they check the blood sugar of the baby, and it's low. It's around one point six, and the normal is around two point six. Two point six. No, and, it's one point eight. Oh, and 1. normal 8. is two point six. So they said we have to let the baby, but first they let us uh, went to our recovery area, to our recovery room. After that, we went to the recovery room. That's the time they said that um, they check it again, and they said uh, the baby has to go to the NICU. It's like an ICU for uh, babies. So it's neonatal intensive care unit NICU a NICU NICU they call it NICU yeah so the baby uh, was there and the hubby went with the baby as well yeah so, so he, he inside, inter, um, inside so the the hospital itself is designed for anti kidnapping or anti bringing your your uh, uh, your baby outside, outside unauthorized yes so they have they put uh sensor in on the feet of the baby and if the babe if the baby is brought out of the hospital unauthorized an authorized exit of the baby all the door will lock lock down everything in the hospital will lock down and will you know and the security will, yeah. will come so what we did is we went to the the doors that the staff can only enter without and they have their key Pub, pub, right? Pub. Okay, and then we went in there to the NICU, NICU, and in the inside the NICU, it's a big room. It's uh, around. There are four rooms inside a room. Okay, so each room has an incubator. So one incubator each room, and if you see the incubator, it's like there's a heater on top of the nursery bed and there are tubes go uh, to the baby and there are electrodes yeah. uh, sensors in there and there they put our baby on that nursery yeah. and and by the way uh, the one of the reason maybe also because uh, he's a preemie they call it premature because he's uh, I gave birth to him when uh, he was around 36 weeks and three days okay they although they they do check him all his uh, physical uh, vital organs are okay that the one problem is that he has low blood sugar that's why yeah. they, he went to the in Nikki that's the issue yeah and after that um, are you done with yeah, the everything. NICU. So how we, yeah, how long that. does it oh, take? The the NICU it depends on the recovery of the baby. If yeah. all the vital signs are good, 
or statistics of the baby is good so they can release it so it was six hours around six hours six hours that he's in there okay so we have time to rest for yeah, a while those six hours that's where we we, we slept yeah at least he he slept on the sofa bed i slept on my then uh, but after uh ryle came they still check the baby uh every now and then i think around three hours every three hours to check whether his blood sugar goes up or down again it's just so happened that um they gave us similac uh it's a ready to drink uh similac Where is it that? Down here. there the box oh yeah there okay and this is the can you get it this is the milk that the 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 doctor provide uh, the hospital provided it's one one is this one pack or two packs of this two two, uh, two packs sets. of two sets of this one it's a four 60 ml so we have eight 60 actually it's 59 ml it says here but it's uh, 60 ml okay of this and some um, disposable bottles and nipples okay so they told us to feed this as well aside from my breast milk because this uh formula really will boost up the sugar for the baby so but it's just so happened also since he's a newborn he doesn't know anything yet about milking about getting milk from the bottle it's hard for him to have this drink okay all he do is just sleep 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 and we really have to force him to drink this one okay because uh, on the first three hours that the nurse came uh his sugar drops down again and actually it's a bit he, he she told us so you have mommy you have to give him food you have to give him the the formula or else they'll go back to the NICU again and we don't want that to happen so i really force him also to drink this one alternate this and my uh breastfeed and we put we even put the chart on when he feeds how many ml he feeds and how many poops Urine. and peace mm. that he do and same thing with me on how many urines that i i did as well because they would say if i have it more uh urine a frequent going to the washroom then i also have that high sugar okay but at least when they check me my sugar goes back to normal around 4.6 so it's really our concern here for staying more than 24 hours is the baby because he's, they don't want to release us if the baby is not it, uh, if the baby sugar is also not normal. Yeah. Okay. And the good thing, uh, gradually at least he's the uh, is starting to get used with the formula. So he drank it. The first we usually had it. They they said at least uh, since this is sixty ml, half of it was being placed on the feeding bottle and that's good for four hours so he usually drink at least around uh, 15. 15 ml the first 15. one is around 6 ml until oh, yeah. gradually it becomes 6 ml 9 ml 11 ml 15 ml and now actually he could finish one uh 30 ml in one drink right? yes yeah it's getting he's getting used to it of drinking milk and also my milk and my and before uh also introducing my milk to him it's he's also having a hard time and i i know i could sense that he's not getting enough milk from me as well because my body is still um adjusting because remember it's it should be 40 weeks and my body may be sell, telling me oh it's not yet time why are you feeding him so it's it's um adjustment a time on that 24 hour period also for us mm -hmm. Okay. Then after that, so when he uh, started to adjust and the sugar is okay, my sugar is also okay. That's the time the nurse told us, okay, you'll be you can go home now. Uh, just have this uh, papers to fill up, and you could go home. Okay. The papers. One. So they gave us this. 
from, from the Humber River. So this has the following. It has this pamphlet, okay? It's uh, having your baby at Humber River Hospital, so maternity and child program. You have here the list of uh, hospital service before. You have here the table of contents. You have here before you gave birth, after you gave birth. Just, uh, like caring for your new baby, uh, caring for yourself after the birth of your baby and the likes. Okay, so have you have here all the information that you need. Okay. They would give this for you free. And they also have um, this pamphlet for patient care uh, reinvested. And other ones. Oh, this one. This is the smart discharge summary. Okay, so before we are uh, discharged, they gave us this um, details. So I have my details here. And I came to the hospital on, so it's March, oh, sorry, April 3, 2020. And I left the hospital on, um, this is March of oh, April 5, right? Or April 4? 5. What? April 5. April 5. And they didn't write it any anyway. And you have here um, signs, what I should look for and what I might do. So, a lot of information here. And they also write the information, um, the last part, lower part, within 30 days of your baby's birth, visit Service Ontario Newborn Registration Services. So, to register your child's birth online and apply for birth certificate, SIN, and other staff. Okay. So, they have here the, de the details of the doctor's name, your baby's name, uh, the date of birth, time of birth, uh, gestational age, uh, how, weeks, how, many, how, how many weeks your baby was born, okay, uh, and birth weight. So, there are some details here that's very... Um, important when you log in to Service Ontario because for registration for on when you go to the serviceontario.ca slash newborn you have there um, an option so the first option was to get to have all the um, all the services in one in one registration so those are birth registration birth certificate SIN uh, CCB CTB CTB uh, Wait, uh, SIN is like an SSS, right? Yes SSS. And CTB is Child Tax Benefit um, It's given by the government here in Canada uh, To support parents uh, For those who have babies from uh, newborn to 16 years old? Yes Yeah, to 16 years old and they also have the, uh, they could suggest for RESP provider. RESP is a registered education savings plan. Um, that is, it's like an investment part for education purposes of, the ch of your children when they reach to college. Because here, from uh, junior, kinder, up to high school, it's free. You don't need to pay anything you're just gonna pay for some minimal amount like a hundred for the high school it's a hundred per uh, per year but for elementary you're just gonna pay if there are some um, dress down two dollars uh, pizza those things but it's just minimal okay but college here is very expensive that's why you have to save for the for their education okay in our case, since we already have an RESP provider, so we didn't get the whole package because there's another option wherein you could customize whatever you want to uh, have your services to. So we had all four except for the RESP uh, provider because we, we want to do it on our own. Okay. So when you register there your first thing is you're gonna register after you register it's like you're moving to another uh, birth certificate because on the birth certificate you have three options one option is the simple birth certificate 
The second option is a birth certificate with the information of the parents. And another one is like a summary of the birth certificate and birth registration. Okay, so we had that two option. We click those two options, the birth certificate with the parent information, just like the one we had in the Philippines. And the other one is the summary. Okay, um, this birth certificate is around $25 and the summary of birth certificate with birth registration is $35. So we paid $60 for those two. Okay but the birth registration is free uh signing up for sin is also free signing up for c child tax benefit is also free so for those uh four services that we did we only paid 60 dollars because of the birth certificate and with fa uh, with family or with parent info and the summary of birth certificate and birth birth registration mm -hmm. okay. so aside from that um, with regards to the OHIP because every person here every PR has to have their OHIP especially if you get sick this is your gateway for free access of uh, of what do you call this for doctors okay hospitalization. for hospitalization yes okay the, the sorry <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, it looks like it yeah. looks like this. I think it's the whole paper. It's like a whole uh, form, but the, they already fill out the upper portion because they're the ones who register the OHIP, the the hospital register for the OHIP. They just give a uh, filled out this portion for us because this is the form that we have to present to the doctor, to our family doctor, or to. To a pediatrician if ever uh yeah, he gets he don't sick he, he don't have the id yet yes the they're, they're so going to be a temporary id uh, this would be a temporary id with, with the ohip number yeah and they're gonna deliver it by mail uh for his card mm -hmm. okay yeah. aside from that they also give us this uh it says to be given to the family doctor or the pediatrician i think this is the details this is the discharge newborn report. Uh, it has all the details of me and my baby, so that the doctor would see whether his uh, there's something that they have to check afterwards and the likes. Okay, it's just so happen. He's uh, okay, and they just photocopied this one, so this is our copy now. Okay. Aside from that, they also have. <coughs> There's so many pra uh, things that they do. Actually, every now and then, they check the blood um, on the top. They usually check the blood of the baby using the uh, palm of his feet. So, there, he has so many injections there. And it's so, it's so painful for a mom to see the baby cries every now and then because of the injection. Because of breaking the that the, the palm of his feet the, this is one uh, also a newborn screening Ontario they also have this one with regards of getting his uh, details I think I forgot how many tube was also being tested for him and aside from that there's a uh, another paper wherein you have five uh, circles at the lower bottom and the nurse has to fill in those five circles with blood of him. I think that's a different, they, they said, yeah, different sample. So that circle, um, what do you call this, uh, signifies a different uh, testing for a, dif a different diseases. So they say, when you don't hear any news, it's good news in a way that they they're gonna call you if they have they see something uh there's there's a problem with your baby with regards to the newborn screening test okay aside from that they also had another test um i think this one is different uh, the yellow i don't know what they call it the yellow yellow baby hepatitis that, yeah, I think that's the hepatitis uh, test. 
they also he also was checked for that that the if he has that uh, yellow they call it a yellow baby hepat or those who if they have hepatitis or not mm-hmm. a good thing he's negative on that as well okay aside from that are there any yeah. other the release we the release the hospital okay so when so since we filled out that information already they said oh you could you could go now you could release so we showed it to the registrar yeah and oh i i got the car seat because you need uh, to yeah. have a car seat for the baby you cannot go out and we're gonna we're gonna seat. show them next time for yeah, next how time. to put the baby in the car seat and also how what are the things that the baby needs yes. like the milk the because formula you, you cannot go out of the hospital mm. without you showing how the car seat works because mm. I, it should not be too tight or too loose for the baby although you think it's because the car seat is not li- lying down it, it's it's like the he's seating is slanting yeah. the car seat should be in a slanting position so your baby your newborn baby will be just like uh sit in a sitting position it, it's for me it's like uh it's it's how can he sit in that manner because he's still so small and so fragile but they the nurse said it's okay so yeah. just check the they check it here and it should not be too tight or else he'll, he'll, he'll feel, the, feel the pain or something so once they they check oh you're okay so we went home already after that okay yeah that's so it. that's the journey of yeah. the baby oh i talk a lot sorry <laughs> it's almost one and a half hours now yeah so um okay um if you want to be uh, a member of mm2c you can go to me moving to canada.com and then register there but there's a me moving to canada.com slash register and you have to choose MM2C or OPB. O- OPB is my new um, website, which is online presence building, and that's for creating websites, uh, blogs, vlogs, and podcasts. But if you're in the me moving to Canada, you, you just want to know more about Canada and uh, ask questions about whatever um, questions about like family moving yeah. to Canada application you can and go to MM2C and once you're in there you can go to the forums and introduce yourself after that you can ask us questions and we can we'll try our best to answer that and also this website uh, this uh, facebook.com slash me moving to Canada Facebook page is uh, for you guys who are interested in Canada moving to Canada and you can see videos and photos of Canada here. If you can see, if you can browse down, you can see my live videos there. Um, whenever I, I'm at the, um, at the other place, like from west to east in Canada, because I'm always traveling. I show all the places, the uh, different places in, in different of Canada and how I, how I travel. And if if you want to know more about that, you can um like this page mm2c please like the mm2c and you can uh, ask questions in the comments and yeah that's it that's it and also yeah if you want to once you're you're good you're stable in canada you're you're already have done your journey until you'll be a canadian and if you want to know more about how to create a blog of your own like your your vlog your podcast because if you want to do your own brand and if you're going for entrepreneurship you can go to opb online presence building that is facebook.com slash online presence building and that is a groups you can go to the groups and uh, join us and you can contact me at benalagnam.com okay so thank you guys and yeah, thank you and i uh, hope to see you soon and we're gonna 
create uh, make more live videos yes. and if you have questions we can create more videos yeah just As, like this yeah maybe you have any suggestions that we could uh present to you yes uh, what you want to know about uh giving uh taking care of baby with regards to uh other stuff or just just comment down below whatever you want uh, if you have any suggestions and we'll try to uh answer it back or do a presentation on your suggestion yes and we can do a live video every saturday or in weekends yeah. we can do that for you all right guys um princess hello hi princess, princess. johan thank you very much for watching um Odi. Gerald, Thanks for watching guys. Money. Hope you enjoy And Roby, Tita Maricar, Arnold, yeah. Andrew. And and by the way, thank you for those who sponsored our little baby with regards to the crib, with all the um, baby showers that we did before. It's a good thing we had that baby shower before this pandemic strikes. So it, it's really a big help, the diapers and all the stuff, baby stuff that we got from different uh, friends, different people who showered us with all those stuff in the clothes as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you guys. And hope to see you soon. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast episode of memovingtocanada.com MM2C. If you want to see the videos and photos of Canada, go to facebook.com slash memovingtocanada. And you can send email to benalagnam at yahoo.com. See you. This is Ben. Bye.